Yes, it okay, keeps going. Good. Oh my goodness. Ooh, a relief. All right. Shaky starts. Shaky starts. But uh, welcome to Jmart, everybody. Uh, my name is Jacob. I'm here joined with my lovely co host, Desi, my fiance, my bride to be, my future wife. And we're enjoying a nice glass of wine while we record our first episode of our podcast. Uh, technically third try now. Technically third try now. We are <laughs> as young and able as we are. We're techno- technologically ch- challenged <laughs> in this aspect because I can't seem to figure out an iPad for the life of me. For the life of me. I feel like I feel like your dad trying to figure out how to record a podcast. And nothing against Mr. Bowles, but oh my god, I don't. First of all, you sound like my dad trying to work the TV remote. <laughs> and that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, but off to a bit of a bumpy start. Um, this is just going to be a, a fun podcast. You know, third time's a charm here. But uh, we're just going to talk about really whatever we want. <laughs> whatever makes us happy at the time, I guess. And Try not to become just a current event podcast where we just talk about drama, tea, or... Um... What's new and hip. I think we're... I think we have enough to talk about, right? We'll try not to talk about politics because neither of us know anything about politics. No, we just know that people deserve rights. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a, a basic factor there, but yes... People do deserve rights. Just getting that clear from the get-go. <laughs> that is part of my platform. People deserve rights. I don't know which people, but they do. I mean, but like what rights? Like, I believe that people deserve the right to have the cutest dog ever, but that doesn't mean they have the right to that being the correct opinion because our dog is the cutest dog ever. I'm not really following what you just said, but okay. Desi had half a glass of wine, so if she's absolutely wasted this entire episode, it's the $6 Vaughn's wine <laughs> that ended her. Put it on her gravestone. What did we talk about that first episode, though? Because uh-huh. we're essentially re-recording this at... 9.47 p.m. Which for us is late because we go to bed at like 10. So we'll still try and get, you know, a good amount of substance. Let's like, just say we get in bed to go to sleep before 9.30. Like usually we're in bed right now. This is true. This is true. And we're only 23 and this is... Don't bring it into this. <laughs> well, it's wild though. Okay, so... Um, a little introduction about us. We are both recently graduate. Well, it's been a year, I guess. Been a little less than a year since we graduated from college. And like when we were in college, we'd stay up two, three, like it was nobody's business. And now I'm like, wow, already double digits? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I know. I lost all of my ability to stay up late. 
Unless I'm like at a party or something, but even then, yeah, even then it's like eleven o'clock. What are you guys doing? You're like, aren't we supposed Ugh. to be winding this up? Yeah, your parents party harder than us. My this parents stay awake. Not partying. But no, they stay but awake. Yeah, like my dad will send me a good night text, and I'll be like, Dad, I was already asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, we spent 51 minutes on that first episode just <laughs> talking. so sad. I'm, I'm very upset. So w- essentially what happened was we started recording, you know, we've been saying we want to do a podcast forever, just never sat down and did it. So we finally sit down and do it, like hit record, like fuck it, let's just go, let's just talk for a while and, and, and hang out. 51 minutes in, That's Desi's a- mid- Sentence. Mid-sentence, midlife crisis, basically. She's describing <laughs> something, uh, and the entire app just crashes. Everything just shuts off. I'm like, uh, okay, my iPad just locked. Strange. And I open it back up, and I'm like, uh-oh, the app just refreshed. What happened? And no shade to Anchor, but we were using the Anchor app and recording it directly on there. And it just decided to shit the bed, so to speak, <laughs> and well, completely delete our recording. We lost yeah. all of that. 51 minutes. We talked about who we were. We talked about how we got our doggy, we talk, our quarantine pup, like they call it. We talked about um, our childhood bedrooms, my trampoline in my room. We talked about your foosball. We talked about our TV shows growing up. We talked about um, G-Force, Pokemon. We talked about all sorts of goodies, I suppose. Yeah, now you guys are really getting the leftovers. (laughs) No, we just won't talk about that ever again. (laughs) Yeah, basically, that first conversation is lost lost to the universe now. (laughs) Just between us. Yeah. Which is what matters. That's the important okay. part. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is my podcast. I'm thinking about creating just a channel, um, just to do really any content that's interesting to me at the time. Like I have a few different interests. I collect Pokemon cards. I I open them and everything. So I'll probably end up uploading videos here and there of me like opening Poke cards, Pokemon cards, but. It's not like I want to make my whole channel about that. Desi's raising her hand. <laughs> you what? should clarify that you are not one of those, like, jump on the bandwagon type people, though. That you've been collecting Pokemon cards since you were little, and it shows because he has over a thousand cards, people. I spent over a week trying to organize all these cards by series and then by sets and, like, by how much you have of all this stuff so like he's just he's actually like pretty serious in it too a thousand cards really isn't that much okay well i mean it's over a thousand and not just i'm not counting your duplicates i'm counting single like in the binders that i've created for that like he has probably over a thousand just like a duplicates triples and quadruples and that's just like in tens and stuff i'm not counting those hmm well thank you for clarifying that for everybody listening but (laughs) yeah yeah, i have been collecting for a long time and then i just went through phases of like 
oh, I'm really into this. Eh, I have other things to do. Oh, I'm really into this again. Um, and then sometime last year, I started collecting again and just got back into it. Now that I have a real job, I could afford to buy Pokemon cards. As silly as that sounds. <laughs> big boy money buys big boy cards. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's just fun. I love it. And, you know, collecting them, obviously chasing the more expensive or rare cards <laughs> is exciting and sometimes a better investment than trading stocks, which I do as well. God, I sound like, I don't know, I sound like such a 23-year-old. You do. Click Pokemon cards, I trade stocks, you know how it is. Yeah. I'm also a photographer. Um, <laughs> you were a communications major, so you're now in marketing. Let me just share my social security number as well. <laughs> Might as well. Our dog has an Instagram. Like True, at Toast the Cyborgy. Go give her a follow. Yeah, like what else do you have going for you here, sir? Well, I work I work at a company called Doctor Multimedia. Okay, I'm wait, no 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 no, you can't don't you're gonna have to bleep that. Yeah. Yeah, that's because that's too poignant. Did I just dox myself, everybody? Yeah, you did. You're gonna have to cut that out. Alright, relax. <laughs> Calm down. Nobody's gunning after me for working at DMM. I work on a sales team. Uh, I don't know. I'm marrying an engineer. <laughs> Is that an exciting point? Uh, how different lives we live. I know. Tell them about you. What What are the other things that you do? Just a heads up. She does a lot. What do I do? Um... You sew clothes, you 3D print things, you code, you mm, paint, you do other projects, you build shit, yeah. you also work on airplanes. Oh yeah, I do a few things. Pretty awesome. Oh, I love to cook too. She cooks. Yeah, I'm dating the uh, Jill of all trades. Jill of all trades, master of none. Um. Maybe some. Yeah, I think I mastered the chicken tenders. I don't know if mastered. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty damn good. Um, no, I, uh, I've always been really, um, into making things. And I think when you're really into just making things in general, you learn a lot of different skills to be able to make one complete project. Cause like no project is just like, oh, like you can only know how to do this like one skill. Like I, you need to know how to do a lot of things. And a lot of projects that I do, I'm always learning new skills on top of that. Mm. Cute story here. Um, the only reason why I know how to use Lightroom I taught myself Lightroom because I wanted to create a photo book for you for our anniversary or for your birthday or for something. It was for Christmas, actually. For Christmas? Okay. Um, for Chris, It was a holiday. Um, and I wanted to create like these cute like little phrases and I wanted to pair pictures with them. But 
I wanted a very like particular look like I wanted a feel I wanted a vibe <laughs> and I felt like I had pictures because I did dabble in photography a little bit there and I had some pictures but I felt like it didn't give the right vibe so I was like you know what I need to do I need to learn uh, editing software and like everyone recommended Lightroom from what you google online so that's what I did I um I went and I just watched some YouTube videos and then I figured out how to do it and I think that's where I get that mentality from of just wanting to learn how to do a bunch of random things so 3d printing is a big passion of mine because I worked on a lot of 3D printers throughout high school and now it's like the new upcoming technology because I currently work in aerospace and so it's a really big avenue that a lot of people are investing a lot of money in and so it's a pretty marketable skill right now to be able to say you know how to work with additive manufacturing. I don't know what most of those words mean but I'm glad that you're passionate about it. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you can phrase things to sound super fantastical. Like, let me give you a really good example. Um, using FDM technologies, rising technologies, in a home set environment or in an office set environment, I was able to import a 3D CAD model into a slicing software and be able to reproduce a um, statue in order to be able to show off what the new technology could be. And I'm just describing what I did to make the swole Pikachu. <laughs> Freaking nerd over <laughs> here. Jeez. Gotta that was what you did for the for the Pikachu? Yeah, but that's just, you just got to know how to wordsmith things together to make it sound super fancy. How do you think I got my jobs? Just make yourself sound really fancy. <laughs> And all I did was do a quick Google search and just slap that STL up in there. Nice. She's, she's referencing the uh, kind of figurines that she 3D printed for our friend James um, of the Pokemon starters that are super buff for some reason. Yeah, They're go terrifying. check. Oh, um, you got to check this uh, person out there on Thingiverse. They're also on a couple other websites, and it's actually a really big problem, but um, some companies took these models without his permission or even crediting him, and then tried to start selling them and trying to create a profit off of this. So if you want these yourself, you can get them for free on Thingiverse, and like even just like downloading it helps this creator out and stuff, so I would do it. Mm. She 3D printed a full chess set that was using like Pokemon characters instead of the traditional pieces. And she like painted them and modeled them after specific characters and um, sprayed them with enamel. Just give them a nice little clear coat. Shiny. <laughs> and then I whooped her ass at chess and <laughs> it was a. Uh, it came full circle. So. <laughs> She had never played chess before, so it wasn't that difficult. But, yeah, that's... This is what our, like, daily life is like. I go to work and sell some shit, and she's here, like, printing out God knows what and doing some sort of project, and somehow it works. 
Mm-hmm. Man, sometimes I wish I still had access to my makerspace because, like, I have so many ideas. Like, if I had access to a laser cutter these days, who knows what I would have made by now. What are some things you can make with a laser cutter? Oh, you can make so many things. Like, are we talking, like, things that people sell on Etsy? Or are we talking things like big project things? Mm, things people sell on Etsy. Oh, so a really big thing right now that a lot of people are doing is um, super popular. Is you can make a custom, like, puzzle type thing of like a kid's name so it like fits in there of like their letters and like it doesn't connect actually so I don't think it's considered like a traditional puzzle but it's like the letters and then like it has like an in score thing and people make that that's super popular right now Hmm. oh you can make a lot oh apple watch bands people um laser engrave that's how they get those um inserts in there like I got your cousin for Christmas, mm-hmm. that was laser engraved. Interesting. Interesting. That's like a super huge market. Hmm. Also, just like home signs, you know how people like live, laugh, love. Th- those are like I was gonna say like, um, like last names, you know, like people can put on there and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All those things. Interesting. You can sell those things for a lot of money. <laughs> I do not have any of those skills, actually. It's a little too complicated for me. But complicated, right? I could sell it for you. <laughs> you want to buy a charcuterie board with your face on it? Oh, that's another thing. People love getting engraved. Like the monogram, like your monogram type thing, where it's like your initials mm-hmm. on stuff like trays and coasters people do that too do love me a good coaster we just got coasters like for christmas we've never had coasters before i know right it's one of those adult things that you buy that you're like damn i have to spend 18 dollars on some coasters from target (laughs) i never thought i'd have to buy buy this in my life but here we are (laughs) You know what? I've determined what our next vibe is going to be in where we live. Our next vibe? Yeah, I've determined this. Okay, go. I kind of want it like in the similar realm of like, you know how we're doing botanical type mm-hmm. thing? I would love, but like, I would love just like a nice clean looking, like nice sharp lines, like countertops or like either like a marble or like a white or like black or something and then like we have just like not a lot of clutter and then our accent color is gold and then we could have like some pops of color with like plants or fake plants or like you know like reds or something like just some random pops of color but I love like a nice clean modern look Hmm. you got it all planned out don't you I do I have it in my head and that's another thing that I like about making things is I have these um, like these decor items that I have in my head. But like, what are the chances that I can find what I have in my head out loud? So why not make it myself? Hmm. That's that go-getter attitude. That's the American dream right there, baby. Okay. That's pretty cool. What else should we talk about? Should we do the whole, like, 
questions that I always have for you that you sometimes get annoyed at? There's plenty of those. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like, um, oh, like the sports one. So for all you people that don't know him personally, but Jacob did soccer, he did baseball, he did swimming. Did you do anything else? Or you did a little football? No, I oh. did water polo. Oh. That's what this motion is. No. Oh, water polo, right. I guess it's hard to tell. But yeah, I played water polo. Mostly soccer. Right. Okay. Um, so the question for you and for, I guess, anyone else that wants to answer, like, think about the sports that you played. And then what is a sport that you didn't play or partake in? That you, if you could go back and have your young body and all that, like what would you have? My young body? Your young body. What's wrong with my body now? It's not old. I just mean like. You're stressing me out. I just mean that teenage mentality, like could just crush a bag of hot Cheetos and then go to practice. Well, long story short, she was asking what sport would I have wanted to be good at? Yeah. That I didn't play. Yeah, so like... Not saying I was good at any of the sports that I did play, <laughs> but... I just mean... Okay, so like, if you had a chance to have done another sport or something, so like, it could have been like hockey, lacrosse, um, what did we say? Cricket? Uh, Cricket. Golf? <laughs> I knew too many golfers. Ugh. <laughs> If rugby, play... there's rugby. Which one's rugby? Rugby's the the really rough one that there's it's like a mixture of soccer football. Like the big guys in the tight shirts are running down the field and they what, throw like the side? egg ball. The egg ball, okay. Yeah. I needed to know what the Yeah, it looks like an egg. Um oh, gosh. I would choose lacrosse. I said that I feel like that style of play, it's quick, but you're still using, you know, like coordination to throw the ball and just catching in the net. I feel like that would be somewhat my speed. I don't know. I definitely wouldn't be good at rugby. <laughs> that just ain't me, Chief. Chiefy. Yeah, I don't know. What about you? What sport would you... Cause Desi was a dancer for pretty much her entire life. But that's it, so... But I did a lot of different types of dance, so... Because I did um, classical ballet, point. I did hip-hop, I did jazz, I did tap. And, like, all of those are very different. Like, mm -hmm. different types of body muscles and stuff, so... It was enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was dancing... Oh, trust me, yeah, you didn't need anything else on your schedule, I'm just saying. Yeah, because I was... Dance was your thing. I was dancing, like, almost seven days a week for multiple hours every single day on top of all my school stuff. So I was in shape. <laughs> what sport would you have liked to play? I think I would have liked soccer. Like, I've never really played <laughs> soccer. Why? You don't think I could? No, I think you I think you could do great at soccer. And just trying to visualize it now, you playing soccer. Right, I guess. But, like, I never really played soccer, never tried it, but there's just something, like, if I wasn't a dancer, I think I would have done soccer. Interesting. It's a great sport. 
<laughs> I mean, I have no reason, rhyme or reason to say that I would have been good at it. I'm just saying, like, but I think if you, like, there's definitely a difference between, like, pure raw talent and training talent. And, like, those are the all-stars when they have, like, you know, pure raw talent and they train. I don't know where I land at soccer. I think if I actually did it, I could at least have the trained, you know, skill. Yeah, definitely. Most people need a lot of training. Right. I was just saying there's some people that just naturally can, like, do something. Mm Mm-hmm. What was the most popular sport at your high school? For female or male? Both. Female was volleyball. We were actually Valley champions quite a few years for volleyball. It was pretty hard to get on the volleyball team. I played volleyball my first year, my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Our, our guys' volleyball was trash. I'm just... <laughs> yeah. They, they... You hear that Centennial High School class of 2016? And... Before that, you guys were trash. Um, for guys, um, for popularity, a lot of them wanted to be on the football team. Because, um, actually, from my high school, somebody went into the NFL. So, it was, you, you tried to get on the football. And then after he graduated, we sucked. <laughs> we absolutely... Because not only was like that guy, you know, but all of his like teammates, you know, also graduated... Mm-hmm. So, like, usually when you have, like, such a good core, like, football team, and then, like, it's really hard when you have such a powerhouse team for, like, new people to, like, integrate themselves into there, because usually there's, like, a really good person for that, and then somebody else that's down here could, like, would be that person, but, like, obviously they don't get to play because you have your... So we sucked. Yeah, it probably created like a a power vacuum. Yeah. But the people that filled it weren't good enough. Because they never got to play. Mm. And like, you know, because like, how can you get good if, because you can practice all you want, but if you're never like in the game, you know, it's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. So there was this really big power vacuum of that. But I think another, I think our boys soccer team was okay. Like they never won like the valley or anything but i think they they definitely went away to like some games and stuff that were like past the normal season Hmm. i don't really know but yeah our boys basketball team was super good um they had really good coaches and then they had a lot of talent on the team for a solid good couple years actually and then our boys soccer team the year like above me and then I think I mean still now but they had a really really good run where they were CIF um, competitors and then we we won like the the league um, the Mountain Pass League champs a couple years in a row oh what do you call it you call it CIF CIF yeah that's the state uh, championships I don't really pay attention. We just, I just know for us, like, we called it Valley. Because, like, you compete. Yeah, that's your league. Yeah. Against, like, the other high schools in, in, like, your area that you play against. No, this is past that. That's past the Mm. high school thing. 
I don't know. I don't know the logistics of your high school. I don't know either, okay? We come from different counties. <laughs> Definitely. Shout out to IE. Central Valley. Nah. Hey, Bakersfield has been mentioned. You know what? Jimmy Woo. Bakersfield. Uh, right there. I'm in the MCU. Are you in the MCU? No. So. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why they chose Bakersfield. They just wanted to give him like a tragic backstory, I guess. It's not tragic. <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about from uh, WandaVision, the Disney Plus series for Scarlet Witch and Vision that just wrapped up last week, actually. Um, or a week and a half ago now. One of the main characters, Jimmy Woo, he's a federal agent. <laughs> Randall the, Park. In like the first episode, he's like talking about his life and he's like, I'm from Bakersfield actually. And Desi just sits there. She's like the, the Leo meme where she's pointing at the TV like, he said it. He said it. That's my hometown. That's me. No, he said it exactly like how a person from Bakersfield would say it, though. I'm actually from Bakersfield. Yeah, because we've been mentioned not only in Castaway. Stop it. <laughs> we've been mentioned in Castaway. We've been mentioned in The Fairly Odd Parents. We've been mentioned in Victorious. And now we've been mentioned in the MCU. Bakersfield has a reputation. First as a um, porta potty. Then as a black hole, and then as the headquarters of a glue factory, and now the hometown of our beloved Randall Park, Jimmy Woo. <laughs> yep, nobody ever talks about him. It. <laughs> it's probably a good thing. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anybody to know what or where Hemet is. Yeah, people are always like, we drive through Bakersfield to get to Sacramento, so like you know, there's we're a landmark. Yeah, not the same, not the same. <laughs> um, but funny enough, Bakersfield and Hemet are similar in a lot of ways. Bakersfield's starting to go away from that, though. They're building a lot of stuff now. Hmm. Hemet, you gotta step your game up. There's too many, <laughs> there's too many tweakers riding their bikes on Florida Avenue causing car accidents. Mm. Yeah, it's really dangerous. See, your Florida Avenue is like our entire oil dale. So we have like a whole section of like those type of people. You just don't go there. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You stay on the other sides of the town. There's so many different areas. Bakersfield is huge though. That's also Yeah, we're getting it's rapidly expanding. Just the size of the valley too. It's like Insane. When I took you, that was the first time you've ever seen the valley, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like the, cause you, cause technically the IE is like a mini valley, mm-hmm. but then like you've never seen like the valley valley, right. like the expansion. Like you can see mountains all around you, but it'd take you hours to reach one. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a legit valley. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like. Because, like, your high school is built into a mountain where mine, I was like, it's a couple hours that way or that way. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a vast expanse of nothingness. Just... And a lot of car dealerships. <laughs> that's all I notice when I drive into town is 
that's just a car dealership. There's a there's just like a car dealership section though. Like it's not even like around. Like it's just a whole like area of the town. Hmm. Yeah. Hemet has a lot of. I mean, they have a giant auto mall. What is it with like valley towns and car dealerships? Because it's so big of an area, people have to have a car. I guess so. Like when you have like a city, like and you have actual transportation, like you don't necessarily need a car if you have like transportation. Hmm. Yeah, here in San Diego, you can take the bus almost anywhere. Yeah, like we went a lot without needing a car. I love living here. I love living in San Diego. It's the best, absolutely the best place to live. Mm. <laughs> we can agree to disagree, but <laughs> I think that the San Diego vibe is something that's nice for the long term. Can we afford it? I don't know. We got to grind. <laughs> Keep saving up our money, but... The question of today's age, can we afford it? <laughs> as long as those st- stimulus checks keep coming in, we'll be fine. No, I think that was it. I don't think we're getting any more. Yeah, probably not. And I didn't even get any of them. Mm. Not that I like desperately needed them, but... <laughs> I think when that stimmy hits. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely both super blessed to... You know, be in a, a privileged position, but... I know, like, didn't they say, like, 50 or 60% of people our age are still living at home? Which, nothing against that, obviously. Like, living at home until you can afford to not live at home is the wisest decision. Like, don't make yourself broke trying to not live at home. We're just saying, like, we can, you know, afford to not live at home and we can afford to, like make financial decisions to be able to further us. Like, I think in a couple of years, we could have a house. I know... Maybe lot... not in San Diego, but no, we could I'm, have a house. I'm just saying, oh, we, could, we could go a lot of places and have a house now. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a hard time, I think, for this generation of, like, what, like, what can you afford? Yeah, definitely. Especially how quickly things fluctuate. Like, one year, you know, housing market is doing fine. But then, three months later, everything's flipped. You can't buy a house anywhere. People are trying to sell their homes, but nobody has money to buy homes. It's like, I feel like people our age are always getting stuck in the We've always been, fluctuation. I feel like... Like, I mean, a lot of people can agree with me or disagree with me on this. But, like, the 1997-6 all the way through the 1999 kids. So, we fit in there. I think we were, like, a lot of the, like, guinea pig kids for a lot of stuff throughout our schooling. Like, we were some of the first kids, like, we were some of the first young kids to ever experience star testing. We were some of the first kids to experience Common Core. We were the first kids to experience like a lot of standardized like computer testing. We were the kids that went from having to flip from like projectors, teachers writing on projectors, to learning how to do how do you do school with Chromebooks in class. Obviously, before the 
whole thing happened when everyone needed to do that. But I mean, like, we were the kids that, like, had to learn how to transition from, like, old ways into the new ways. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that really has affected a lot of even us in our adulthoods. Like, we're so unsure of, like, this is how it used to be, but we're so used to not being able to follow the same paths as, like, what previous generations have done because we have grown up with, like, all these, like, we used, I remember, like, we were some of the last kids to experience going on, like, these field trips. Like, I don't think some people even get to experience going on, like, field trips to the missions or they don't get to experience field trips to the science museums. Like, we were some of the last kids to experience a lot of things. I don't think that's, I don't think that last part's true. That was true from my elementary school. They stopped doing them. Uh, no, because of funding. Of oh, well, that's just varies on location. I guess so, but like it just felt, it just felt like compounding, you know? Yeah, but I mean, there's still plenty of people going on field trips. My sisters go on, went on field trips all the time. They went to all the missions. Mm. Okay. And then. But you get what I mean by, besides that last part, you get what I mean, how, like, we were really, like, a lot of transition kids. Mm-hmm. Transition. Guinea pig test kids. Yeah, basically. Really just made us turn into, like, apathetic people to change. <laughs> like, when something completely changes in our society, people are, like, losing their minds. They're like, oh, that's how we're doing it now? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Another change? Whatever. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember when they introduced star testing to us in, like, the second grade? No. Oh. I remember we got orange slices, though. You got what? Orange slices. Orange slices for star testing? Yeah. Like, we'd always have room moms, and different room moms would bring in different snacks on the different days. You went to a weird elementary school. (laughs) (laughs) You always tell me these random, obscure facts. Oh, yeah, you guys didn't have the the class mime. We had class. We had mimes in every single classroom no. that did performances for us. I'm like, uh, did no. You, what did are you your school about? though do like the every single grade had a different like play that they had to put on? So the kindergartners always put on the Christmas play. The um, third graders always put on the Thanksgiving Day play. Um, Fourth graders always put through the ages play on and all that kind of stuff. We had performances, but it wasn't like a required thing for each grade. Oh, ours was... <laughs> no. Oh my God, the wildest thing. So during fifth grade, remember how everyone has to learn about the Oregon Trail, right? And there's mm-hmm. that Oregon Trail video game? Mm-hmm. Nah, my school couldn't do the video game. We had to do this in real life. They were killing kids of dysentery? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, dead. no. They they had it where, like, you died of dysentery. Now you have to sit in your wagon. So they would pair us into family. So they'd be a mother, father, children, different ones. So we got paired into it. And then we had to, in our family, outside of school time, fifth grade, build a wagon. And these wagons got judged, by the way. Um, and then we got, like, so much money or whatever. And then we had to buy supplies. And then, like, we paraded around the school in outfit we had to dress up for this i had a bonnet on and everything (laughs) um and like uh 
we had different events. So every single family had some sort of tragedy happen or something like that or not tragedy of some sorts. And I remember they had all the dads, quote unquote, all the dads had to um, go hunting for buffalo chips like they used to in the plains, like get the buffalo poop to be able to make um, as fuel, like fire fuel thing. But it was just um, potato chips and plastic baggies. And I remember they had to go gather them. Wild, I know. But it was crazy. Like, we did real life. I remember there... So I was really short. I'm still short. What? <laughs> but there was this other short girl. Like, I was only, like, four seven at the time. Maybe shorter. That's tiny. <laughs> Maybe shorter. Um, and there's this other girl who was also really short. And so they made us twins. Okay, for all of you who don't know, I am a Chinese... Female. You're a Chinese. Yeah, I'm a Chinese. I'm a Chinese female. um, And she was a very white girl. Like, blonde hair, blue eyes. So we look very different. And they made us twins. We had to be twins. I can see it. Because we were both short. (laughs) Yeah, we did not have an Oregon Trail performance. It wasn't performances. Live action role-playing you ran out of food you have to eat your children now some people died and they made them sit in the wagon and somebody had to pull the wagon i hate to be that guy terrible (laughs) yeah our elementary school was we still had a lot of performance type stuff the fall festivals were always really fun um so I went to Fruitvale Elementary. Fruitvale Middle. We were the Falcons. The Fruitvale Falcons. Uh, I was uh, Olive Drive Elementary. We were the Blazers. Blaze it. <laughs> yeah, we always... We had... I remember one time they had like these wildlife zookeepers like come in and bring animals and we all like we're out on the blacktop um you know seated around this like performance type thing and they would just bring out a variety of animals like snakes they brought out like some lizards (laughs) no it was just some some like foundation that they brought in for some reason but i think they brought out like an armadillo Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Did anyone get to pet any of them? I don't remember. I'm astounded that you can remember so many small details from Wait, your... we got a crackhead instead. Remember that story I told you about the guy who had half a tongue and had the hole in Oh, yeah, the smoker guy? Yeah, the tobacco. The tobacco. Smoker. Yeah. Yeah, you got nice animals. You got you got armadillos, you know, got some cute things. We got a full-on crackhead that I don't know where they got this man from. <laughs> the streets? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't have those. Um, <laughs> You're lucky. I guess so. Elementary school is weird though. Like the uh, like the hygiene day that you you go through when they first start telling you about like puberty in fifth grade. 
Oh, they started that with us in sixth grade. Maybe it was middle school, but I just remember getting like a <laughs> a fun size old spi- old spice deodorant. I was like, sick. Now all zero of my armpit hairs can smell <laughs> can smell nice. <laughs> and for for some reason, when I first started putting on deodorant, I thought you were supposed to put it on your chest too. <laughs> Where did you get that idea? I don't know, but I would go like left pit, right pit. And I put like a streak <laughs> right in the middle of my chest so it would smell nice. Because I wasn't wearing like cologne or anything. So it would be like left pit, right pit, put it on my chest. Oh, Smells good. Wow. Then I just kind of have like a moist spot <laughs> on my chest. Ew. Mind you, I do, I'm not a hairy person. No, so. you have no, like, like I would say your upper body, like not very much. Your ha- Your legs are a little hairy, but I'm just saying. I mean, now I have plenty of armpit hair, but like, okay, at that time and like even in high school, is kind of like, what am I putting this deodorant on? Well, I mean, you can still sweat and get on the thing, but I guess so. Oh my gosh, I think every single girl around my age had the exact same first deodorant. It was in black tube with the sparkly hot pink top and it had like stars on it i guarantee you you can ask almost anyone my age and they will say that was my first deodorant hmm i don't even know which one you're referencing i don't know either i just remember so specifically that it was a black because you know most of them are like white or blue or something like that gray this was black and it had a hot pink sparkly top like, that's pretty hard to forget. Yeah, that's pretty memorable. <laughs> that and the Axe body spray. <laughs> You're an Axe body spray type guy? I guess so. Tell, ask, ask my mom. I don't know. She's the one that would buy it. Uh, I think every single girl in ours was like Bath and Body Works. Like, you were either a Japanese cherry blossom, vanilla something, or a... There's a... Sweet pea and like cucumber. I do, I do love that cherry blossom scent. That used to be my scent. I used to wear that a lot. Wow, we were destined for each other. Okay. I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you something and I, I forgot it. It was about elementary school and one of the weird things I think that I thought was normal but I don't think it's normal now. This can be a variety of things because you have many a story. <laughs> what was it? I can't remember now. It was, um, hmm. What was it? I don't know. Is it about a fundraiser? We had a lot of fundraisers. I sold Christmas trees. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. I don't know why they make elementary school kids sell Christmas trees. They're like $80, too. I was like, I feel like it's a lot easier because we've sold other things. Like, it's a lot easier to get a person to swing like a $20 in like cookie dough than it is an $80 Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. The cookie dough one was big. Yeah, I feel like wrapping paper. We did wrapping paper. We would sell like full tubs of cookie dough yeah did you guys ever just get like that random the most random catalog like where like when you go to sell it like somebody would have to stand there for like over 10 minutes like it was just a a hodgepodge of like 
so many random things. Yeah, but I like to look into those catalogs. And then when you make like a sale, then you have to like fill out like the ticket, like with the number of the item that did they you wanted. Ever, did you ever like see like what the prizes would be? And then you're like, I need to make it to this amount. Yeah, but I never did. Oh, you never. D- I was a top seller every single time. Oh my. Of course you were. Because my dad knows everyone though. <laughs> But, and the top sellers, like, if you're in the top 10% of people, they would rent a limo and then what? take take the top 10 kids percent of kids sellers and they take you to the park that's, you know, the Emerald, the, the park near my school. And then um, we'd have a pizza party there and then they'd take us back. We had a prize similar to that, or like basically the same, but they would take them to Chuck E. Cheese instead. Oh, ours was a park, but... Did they do the limo? Yeah, they had a limo, and they took them to Chuck E. Cheese. There'd be a limo, and there'd be a limo Hummer, and then, like... So, surprisingly, I've been in a lot of limos in my life for... What the heck? For no apparent reason. Like, what what kid... I've never been in a limo. You've never been in a limo? No. One of my friends, for her birthday, rented a limo, and then we did a sound recording studio... That's a birthday, apparently, where you what? can record. Yeah, you can record like three songs, and then they give you a disc of you and all your friends singing whatever three songs you pick. I feel bad for your friend. I mean, we all were terrible singers. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> like my dance teacher said, keep dancing. Yeah. Don't don't sing. Desi's very tone deaf, so it's hard for her to. I am actually tone deaf though. That's why I just said that. Well, some people might think you're, like, exaggerating. No, Desi's, like, actually tone deaf. So it's super hard for her to, like, stay on pitch or in tune with the song. And I did piano competitively a lot when I was younger. It was so hard. It makes singing in the car fun. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I'm not a good singer anyways, but... Oh my yeah. god, our kids are either going to be amazing at music or trash. <laughs> They'll get roasted if they're trash. They'll probably be trash. <laughs> probably. Unless you teach them how to play the piano, which I mean, I could see them. Uh, I mean, all I had to do is memorize each song. Like I could, because you know, there's some <clears throat> kids that could just hear a melody and then be able to recreate it. I couldn't do that. Like I'd have to memorize. Like I was... Like, I was fairly good, but that's just because my mom made me practice, like, hours. Hmm. Yeah. None of my family plays instruments. Sarah practiced. My older sister, Sarah, she probably doesn't want me to say her name. My older sister, uh, she started playing the violin for a bit, and, you know... Ruin when you start that. playing a, a, an instrument, you're you're pretty shitty from the get go. But my parents just couldn't take it. She, her practicing at home and, and ruined it for the other four kids. Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing was she didn't want to. Oh. She didn't want to be playing the violin. Was she doing that through the school or was she doing it outside? Of I think it was outside. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't through the school. But like she it wasn't like a band thing. No, mm-hmm. but she was. She was, like, not super enthusiastic about it. So my parents basically pulled her out of that real quick. 
They're like, we'll save us some money and some headache, and you don't have to do violin anymore. <laughs> but Frank used to practice cello, you know, all the time. That. He used to play the cello. He He's decent at the piano. Did his mom, like, make you guys stop playing? Set a timer? Because my mom used to set a timer for how long I had to practice. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She He had to practice for 30 minutes. And while I was there, I mean, I'd have to sit there and, like, either watch him practice his cello or, you know, go wander off and do my own thing for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it was. Sometimes I would try and play the piano and chime in with him, but it was so absolutely shitty that I it was just, I just didn't. But, yeah, he's a pretty decent cello player. And one of our, our, our favorite band when we were in like middle school one of them was one one republic oh and, i remember them uh the song um secrets starts off with cello a cello and so he he taught himself how to play that song and then he would just practice that one all the time i used to know the axel f song the the before the crazy frog that dun 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 I used to play that song. The Crazy Frog version is the only legit version of that song. We had a Crazy Frog CD that, like, after dinner, when, like, mom's cleaning up in the kitchen, and we're all, like, just doing our thing, sometimes we'd go and, like, put that, that DVD into the music player and just start blasting the music, and all of us would be dancing around after dinner. It's pretty cringe. <laughs> Not gonna lie. But those are definitely good times because that crazy frog, your music bing, saved bing. me. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, that was, that's, that's real music. 100%. That's what I listen to to go to sleep. It's true. Listen to your snoring to get to sleep. You fall asleep before me most of the time. But when I don't, wow. <laughs> well. Yo soy pero, pero wow. <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. I snore very loud. I think that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think it's about time to wrap this this podcast up it's very much past our bedtime we're grandparents Uh, we gotta go to bed oh my god i have to get up in the morning but um (laughs) yeah if you made it this far congratulations what are you doing yeah why are you still here but um just don't forget to like and subscribe. Be on the lookout for any other stuff that we start putting out. I mean, if we start putting some real effort behind this, we of course want this to be something fun, something that we enjoy doing, doesn't feel like work or, you know, too much pressure. So you'll probably see a video from us come out. You know, Desi will have her own channel for all her crafts and stuff. She has, <laughs> she has videos and everything. Uh, I don't think I'll ever post them. Once we move into a bigger space as well, I'll have I'll try and get like a nice setup. Oh, are you not? Are you you don't like my sewing machine in the middle of the living room anymore? <laughs> Can you speak English? <laughs> uh, no. And <laughs> uh, no. And uh, no. 
Yeah, no, the table in the middle of our living room that has a sewing machine that's and a bunch of fabric and everything. My 3D printer is next to the coffee machine. Yeah, we're running out of space. We either need to throw a bunch of crap away or move into a bigger space. And we're choosing to move into a bigger space. Eventually. Hopefully. God willing. I mean... What about a wedding registry? Where are we even going to put one wedding gift in here? Very true. Very true. But, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll try and get something out next week as well. Don't hold us to any rigorous schedules just yet, but uh, we'll keep doing our best. Yeah, thank you so much if you're listening and uh, let us know if, if there's anything you want us to talk about, any stories stories that you know from from our past like i'm assuming if you're listening to this you most likely know us on some (laughs) some level so if there's anything you want to talk to us about or if you want to come and be a guest on the podcast i'm very happy to have some more people on here have some friends um just help build this out so yeah thanks for listening and i will talk to everybody soon